2020. Chapter 14 The Sound of Silence Part 3 It is summer. My two sons, aged two and three and a half, are asleep in the bed. I want to listen to music, loud music. Something is pressing on me. I turn the radio up loud. Something in my mind is grinding. I feel confused. I have done something bad. I have broken something I can't fix. I don't know what it is. I just know I did a bad thing somehow, and and why not? So what? Other people do bad things. They don't get all whipped up about it. Grow the hell up. No, no, I I did something really bad. And now the phone rings. I silence the radio and I reach for it in relief. A distraction, my mind, my head, all the words. Hello? Nothing. Louder. Hello? Nothing. Who's there? I feel something grip in my chest and my heart races. What is this? I hang the receiver up and stare at the phone, confused. A sound like air racing through my mind, a windstorm. Who would do that? Who would call and not say anything? I know no one who would do that. I cranked up the radio to help quell the concern of what just had happened. I want the music to be louder, and I want to hear the music as I did before. I want to feel it in my body like I did earlier that year, but it doesn't. The lyrics grind in my ear, and I don't hear the spirit in the music anymore. I can't hear how I am good. I don't feel I am special. I'm cast out. I'm driven out. I did the bad thing. What did I do? I began to sweat, my mouth dry. I stare at the phone. What was that call about? I broke the rules, and now I must pay. There are voices in my head. Words are garbled. But there are voices. Everyone talking over everyone else, and I don't understand what they're saying. I try and listen to the music and remember the enchantment, remember that I'm going to be okay. Breathe. The phone rings. I let it ring longer. Turn down the radio. I feel scared. I pick up the receiver again. It's heavy in my hand. Hello? Nothing. I swallow and my throat seizes. There's nothing. I can no longer make spit my mouth breathing with no air. I hear nothing dead air. I don't want them to know they are scaring me. I don't ask who is this. No, they must not know that I am scared. I quietly replace the receiver, my heart racing. Maybe they're coming over here. The sound in my head grows to a kind of roar and the voices are underneath that. I need to think. What does all of this mean? What is happening to me? Who's calling? I was bad somehow. 
It was the writing. I'm not supposed to tell people about what I think. I'm not supposed to share these things. No one does that. We don't do that. And now look what you've done. A voice rises out of the din to counsel me at last. Get a grip on yourself. Someone could be coming over here. They could be outside right now. Go get a knife, and if you turn out all the lights, you can peek outside through the window to see if anyone is out there. Hurry! I run to the kitchen and grab a big knife. I'm sobbing. I can't catch my breath. I quickly turn off the radio and all the lights and crawl behind the living room chair by the window and pull the curtain back gently to peek out the window to the front door. No one. I lean into the wall at my back and try to relax. I feel safer behind the chair in the dark. The phone rings out again across the dark room. My breathing quickens once more. I let it ring. It finally stops. And now I'm in a dark place behind a chair with a knife. My head roaring. It was the letters. I should have never shared my diary. I should have never done that. How stupid. I'm bad. I don't deserve to live. No one does that. How could you do that? All those people laughing at you and making fun of the guy you sent the letters to. A major metropolitan media center, a radio station, a broadcast hub. There is no hope of ever getting away from what you've done. There is no getting away ever from the insidious fool you made of yourself, a grown woman with kids. Nobody does that. The knife in my hand, and I hazard another peek from behind the curtain to the porch. I begin to whimper. I can't do this anymore. I can't. The night wore on. I'm tired, so tired. How could it come to this? I'll slit my throat. But the boys, they can't wait to find me dead. You kill yourself, you need to kill the children, too. It is the only right thing to do. I turned the knife handle over and over in my hand, tears flowing, my eyes feeling like burnt toast. I can't live like this anymore. There's no way out. No one does that. God. I sent all that personal information. I steeled myself and imagined myself slipping into the boys' room and quickly doing the deed as they slept. Then I would slip my throat, my throat, my voice. I don't want a voice. I don't want a life. Shut the hell up. I'll just shut the hell up. I waited up all night until dawn for the intruder. This was the season when the shadow of the night surrendered early to the sun, allowing the light to find me to begin to burn back the darkness that had completely engulfed me. As the sun rose, I came back to my senses from that horror. I remember that I put the knife back in the kitchen drawer and I called my abandoned husband to come pick up the boys. I told him that I couldn't care for them, and I had made plans to go to school. I, of course, didn't tell him I was losing my mind and that I was a danger to the boys, but I knew I was. 
in a matter of weeks. I got rid of all my belongings but my car, and I went to live on the streets in Portland, Oregon, with an intention of going to university as a serious student in the fall. In the end, I was sent the notebook. He dropped it in the mail as he was leaving town to go live in California. Other than following through with my request and returning the notebook, he did not respond, which was perfect. That was something I understood better than if he had written something to me. Not receiving anything in response met my expectation. A peculiar, familiar, and sad defeat that made it all the easier to put it all behind me. The spiral notebook was packed away into a box never to be looked at again. I felt so ashamed and relieved that it was over. But it wasn't over. It was 